Courtney, thanks so much for taking the time to speak with me. It is an absolute pleasure. How how's everybody doing in Gold Hall at the moment? Everybody's doing good, man. Just you know, bracing for impact coming this Friday. <laughs> Where's your head at then? As we do reach the final few days before the release of the new album, just desperate to get it out. Yeah, well, I mean, it's been the thing is, it's been so long since this record's been finished. I mean, this record was recorded in April of last year, you know, so it's been a while <laughs> that it's just been sitting there, you know, so everybody's just really excited to finally get it out, you know, because it, it just it just seemed like fucking forever that it was just like, well, we can't put it out until October of 2022. And it's like, fucking shit, man. This is, this is it's going to be the longest wait in of our lives, you know? Yeah. Do you find like, you know, mentally, because you've had to wait so long uh, to put it out when you finished it, you know, so long ago that mentally you, you're kind of moving on, but this period refreshes it for you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, I've been, Every everybody is really excited about this. I think you know everybody that hears this record is going to be uh, pleasantly surprised at the changes we've made. <laughs> well, with that, then has there been anything about the build the last year or so that's felt different for you? Anything fresh and new that you've got to experience that has just never really been the case with Gut War before? Well, you know the thing about this record is that we had a lot of time to work on this record rather than you know some of the past records. It was like you always put on a deadline to where you have to have this record done by this point in time and start recording it. And, you know, it's always been like the case where, man, if I only had another month, I could have made this song or that song that much better. Where this record wasn't the case. It was like we just, they're like, when you get it done, it's done. Don't, you're in no rush. The pandemic's in full effect. Nobody can do anything. You're in no rush to get on tour at any time soon. So that, I think, played a, a big part in how this record came out to where we had a lot of time to think about a lot of music, a lot of the music that we were writing at the time, you know? Too much time, though? I mean, because when deadlines, while irritating on one side, can often also be useful to focus your mind. Did... Did you ever get to the point where you where you where you, where you thought we we fiddled enough? We need to stop. Um. Oh, of course. You know, and that's when uh, you know, other people's opinion on the songs come into play very good. You know, because you know, I was writing the entirety of the songs at the time, and I would send the demos out to the rest of the guys, and you know, sometimes they would be like, "Well, this song needs a little bit more work." try this on this part, try that on this part. And a few times they were like, don't fuck with this song anymore. I know how you are. You're going to keep tinkering with it. You're going to fuck it up. Leave it the way it is. It's fucking fantastic. So, you know, it's a, it's a double-edged sword sometimes, you know? Well, take me back to the origins of Angels Hung from the Arches of Heaven. In particular, your vision for what the album might sound like. Was there a clear-cut vision? That yes. you had in mind. Yes. Yes. And it was absolutely nailed on this record. I have to say how I wanted the record to come out is what you're hearing. It matched Which, up perfectly. Yes. Uh, it was a it was a miracle of Satan. <laughs> did I mean, I have to ask then, did the kind of events of 
2019 pandemic onwards, all those elements, have any effect? Did it shape any part of it? Were you able to kind of ignore that outside influence? Um, no, you know, I mean, I was definitely, you know, I'm sure everybody's been through it during the pandemic to where you, the sense of, you know, an uncertain future, you know, a sense of like, you know, how can I say it? Like almost like an impending doom kind of thing, you know, like you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. What's going to happen with this whole thing? A very uncertain and very negative future coming towards you. Mm. And I think that, you know, that definitely has a lot of the vibe in the record. You know, a very a sense of dread and uncertainty. Almost, I hate to use this term, but almost a sense of doom, you know? kind of with within the songs it's a very uh, negative vibe on the record you know what i'm saying compared to our last couple of records you know where you know it almost you know had the rock and roll party drink whiskey start cocaine vibe to it this definitely does not have that vibe this record is very uh dismal you know no, 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 I get it. Um, It's been on my stereo all day today, getting to know the record nice and early before release. Um, And it is, as you say, the word uh, dark would be uh, a simple way to sum it up, I think. Yes, dark is a good way to describe it. Considering the environment it was created in, or at least as, uh, that may have influenced part of it, what were some of the more challenging aspects of creating an album this time around with with the hangover of the pandemic and not being able to go out and play shows and tour and stuff like that. Well, you know, I, I utilize it as a positive thing, you know, kind of, you know, I took the time to sit down and really refine the songs because that's all I had to do. You know, uh, there were no shows. We obviously, so this was the focal point was like, I have to sit down and make this record at the best I possibly can, you know? Hmm. Do you think it would exist as it does if you didn't have all that extra time? Or is that something that you kind of, impossible to know? It is impossible to know. I know the skeletons of the songs were, were taking form in like 2019 and early 2020 before the pandemic hit. So I was kind of going in that path with the vibe that already was there. Because I was going through some very rough times in my life pre-pandemic and uh you know the the pandemic just was like uh the final nail in the coffin to make it even that much more darker you know you're able to listen to it now and look back and see it as a point in time not just for yourself personally but for goat horrible yeah i mean absolutely i mean it's uh it's really hard to describe you know it's just I don't really tend to dwell on it that much. You know, it's just, we, we did what we did and here it is, you know, we don't really overthink ourselves too much, you know? Yeah. I think that's super important, particularly as we do this build, this long build towards an album release where you've got to drip feed content. You've got to be talking about it constantly and so on until we get to release date, seeing the reactions uh, of people to singles and what they've heard so far. Is that something that's uh 
kind of eased your mind into how it's potentially going to be received? Because everybody's been saying it's been really, really good what they've heard. Yeah, I mean, being that this record is such a different record for us in some aspects, I mean, it's, don't get me wrong, it still sounds like goat whore, but we've kind of treaded off the path a little bit on certain aspects in the record right. you know and i wasn't sure how that was going to be accepted and to be honest with you i didn't care mm -hmm. because i i liked it you know this is an album that i wrote for myself and no one else and whether people like it or if they don't like it i don't care this was this was an achievement for me personally so and if people enjoy it that's even better you know no, it makes complete sense. Um, particularly, you know, we're looking at an album that's got 12 tracks, but I want to pick out one in particular that I think is perhaps one of the more intriguing tracks on the album. I'm um, talking about the finale, that is, and I was living from the wound of perdition and the atmosphere that bleeds from that. That track in particular seems to stand out amongst the album as perhaps being one of the more unique efforts from Goat Whore. Where did the idea from this track come from? dark times when i wrote that song i was basically in a very bad place mm -hmm. let's just put it that way so when i wrote that song i was just i'm not going to go into the details of what happened or whatever but i was just in a very bad place when i wrote that song and to be honest with you I wasn't actually intending on using that song for Goat Whore. Right. I was I was going to do I have another project that's called Ritual Killer. And uh myself and the singer, Jordan Barlow, were going to do a separate project off of Ritual Killer because Ritual Killer doesn't exist anymore. And that song was one of the first songs I wrote for that project. And the project never came to fruition. So I kept fucking with the song and trying to finish it. And finally I got it to where I wanted it. And I presented it to the rest of the guys at Goat Whore. And I was like, you'd think this would work with what we do. And they were like, yes, we yeah. have to use this song. Even though it's so different and so unique to what we do. They were like, yes, we, we have to use this song. You, you cannot just keep this in the back for a different project. We're taking this song. So basically, that's what happened with that song, man. It is incredible because it's so perfectly placed on the position of the album as well. The finale, the last thing you hear before the record ends, which really, you know, is, I think really helps the weight uh, of the track. Yeah, I mean, uh, that when, when we started actually fleshing the song out with the rest of the guys in Gold War, you know, I just knew when we got it together as a band that this was definitely going to be the closing track on the album. Mm -hmm. And then we got in the studio and started experimenting with other things. Oh, excuse me. I, I experimented with other things in the studio, you know, just adding layers and layers to it. That's when I just was like, yes, this is definitely going to be the end of the album right here. Were you surprised when you brought it to the other guys that they were so receptive to it? Yes, because I, I, you know, I, I wasn't entirely sure how they were going to react to it. They might have been like, no, that's not really what we're going to go for. And they were totally into it, which definitely surprised me. You know, I was like, OK, well, let's roll with it. 
do you think that's something that comes with time that you as a group are more open-minded and more willing to sort of look at different ideas rather than sticking to the same thing over and over again absolutely you know i mean that's how you grow as a band you know instead of just sticking it to the same thing that works you know there's so many bands out there that just you know they've they found a successful formula and they don't venture away from that with the future releases or future songs you know i i'm i'm not that kind of person to where you know this song okay but like let's take that song for example you know that song came out miraculously amazing you know mm. And, you know, but I I highly doubt we will try to replicate that song for future songs. You know what I'm saying? Just like, you know, uh, I won't name any other bands, but there's so many bands out there that have found something to where it hit a pinnacle for them. And they kind of just stick to that and try to replicate the impact of that song. Uh, we're, we're never going to do that. You know, you, you still feel like you're moving forward. You still feel like you're growing. Absolutely. Always, you know. What kind of things these days are influencing you as a musician? Do you keep your finger on the pulse? Are you paying a lot of attention to sort of the modern uh, metal bands that are coming about across the world? Not really. To be honest with you, I don't really listen to a lot of modern music at all. You know, I stick to what I grew up on, basically, you know, the whole Bathory, Venom, Celtic Frost, but, you know, don't get me wrong, there are some new bands that come out that really surprise me that I get attached to, you know, like uh, like Cults Des Ghouls. You know, I recently heard them the last couple of years. I heard the album Hembane, mm -hmm. and I was immediately just swallowed by that record. I was like, this is some of the most evil shit I've ever heard in my life. You know, and, you know there's always, it has to be something very special within a modern band to catch me and make me become really engulfed in it, you know? Mm. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a bit of a swamp out there, particularly with the way music's released these days. Trying to find uh, the gold out of the pile of crap, effectively, can be hard, hard work. Do you, yes. do you guys, go or do you think you're quite switched on with the modern requirements of being in a band so you know social media streaming aspects like that is it something you are good at it's something you enjoy it, it's a necessary evil you know what i'm saying it's like uh either you you follow with it or you get left in the dust you know and it's that's just the way it is nowadays you know i mean i can remember back in the day when i was a young buck enjoying my metal you know i would look at it i would open up a magazine and there would be a small ad of some band that had a crazy cover and said pure satanic evil and i'd be like all right that's what i gotta check out you know or go to the record store and pull out a vinyl or a cassette and look at the cover and be like i have no idea what this sounds like but it looks cool as hell so i'm gonna buy this you know, those days are over completely, you know, unfortunately. But, you know, you have to roll with the changes or you're going to let get left behind, basically, you know. Yeah, you put it brilliantly. A necessary evil. It is what it is. Play the game as much as you humanly can. Yeah, that's just the way times are nowadays, you know.
Well, I mean, you guys, you've been doing this, you've survived so much. You've uh, seen so many changes in industry as well, you know, for over the years. Yet here you stand in 2022, about to release one of, uh, I think, your best records to date. For you, how do you think Goat Whore has managed to have such longevity? I think that is has a couple of factors in there. Uh, the reason that we all get along very well as a band that helps a lot. Um, what also helps a lot is that we love touring, you know, and that's that's another big factor of why we're still here. Is that we this is that's what we do, you know. There's a lot of bands out there that they have these delusions of grandeur and they go on tour and you're playing some shithole in the middle of nowhere to five people. It gets really discouraging, but you have to power through that if you really believe in what you do. And, uh, you know, and another, the biggest thing I think is, is that we really enjoy what we do. Mm. You know, we're fans of playing music and creating metal. And that's, I think, the most powerful uh, reason that we're still doing this after 25 years is that we still love what we do. Yeah, speaking to you here, your enthusiasm is um, coming through the screen. It's incredible to talk to you. And particularly when you bring up touring, because my mind immediately goes, oh my goodness, how did you stay sane when you basically couldn't for two years? I I, I sat down and wrote this record. <laughs> that's, uh, the only, that's the only ex explanation I could say. That's the only thing that kept me from doing something very bad. Incredible. It, I, I love that it's out in a few days as well. So people don't have too much longer to wait. Um, last one then, really, is the plan now. Get this record out and just tour, tour, tour this record. Get these songs heard in the live environment because some of them are going to sound immense, I think. Yes, that, that is the plan. You know, we've been waiting. We've been waiting to do this for a very long time. So everyone's very excited to play the new songs for all the maniacs, you know. Can't wait. Can't wait till you come to the UK as well. Right on, man. Sammy, there we go. Thank you so much for taking the time to do this. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me, man. I really appreciate you. Thank you very much for watching. If you liked what you saw, please help us out by giving us a thumbs up and hitting that subscribe button. If you really liked what you saw, consider donating to keep the website and channel running by buying us a coffee via our coffee page or picking up some merch from our big cartel store. You can check us out on gbhbell.com as well as via our social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, as well as listen to our interviews via SoundCloud, Apple Music, and Spotify. Just search for GBHBL. Games, horror, and heavy metal. What else is life for?